Hello there, I'm Phil Dobby and this week on the Vantage Performance Podcast, working from home, an obvious opportunity for flexible working or a road to reduce productivity. Well, we know where Marissa Mayer sits on this. She's the relatively new CEO at Yahoo who said to her 27,000 employees that they're not to work from home anymore. She obviously thinks there are too many distractions. Well, you know, there is the fridge, daytime TV, catching up with friends for lunch, that sort of thing. But isn't it also about getting the right balance? I mean, what if you work better in the evenings or early morning? Why shouldn't you do some of those things during the day? Well, Richard Branson has called her diktat perplexing. Uh, He wrote in his blog that it seems a backward step when remote working is easier and more effective than ever before. Now, I have to confess, in this debate, I work from home. I have done for five years, but I work for myself. So that's really quite straightforward. If I don't work, I don't get paid. Very simple equation. So there are no distractions. But let's get Belinda Wheatley's take on this. She's a HR business partner consulting to SMEs at Vantage Performance. Uh, So, I mean, Belinda, there are divided opinions on this, aren't there? There is. It's very controversial and very topical at the moment. And I can, without sitting on the fence, I can actually understand both sides of this discussion. From a HR perspective, I believe that working from home and flexible work practices allow, they're they're a great attraction and retention tool for employers. Mm. However, the decision has to be made very carefully You have to look at the benefits and also the risks, and there definitely are some that we can talk about, and develop a policy around working from home so that everyone understands the expectations and how it works. So let's we'll look at those risks in a second. But on that policy, I mean, does it need to be that complicated? I would have thought if you are a sensible person who just wants to get on with your job, uh, and you'd, you'd assume that that's the sort of uh, candidate you're getting for to, to work in your company, you'd make the decision yourself. Look, it's going to be easier for me to do this at home tomorrow because I'm going to get more done for, for whatever reason, or I need to be in the office because I need to talk to people. I mean, do we, do, does there really need to be such rigid rules? It's almost, it's almost mistrust, isn't it, of your, of, of your workforce if you have to do that? You have to definitely treat people like adults. Mm. And I totally agree with that. I think from a company perspective, though, you do, like anything, have to set the expectations, whether people are working from home, whether they're in the office, what is expected from them from a performance productivity point of view. You also do need to set the expectations around hours of work, and that's not to treat people as children or to distrust. That's actually also comes into the health and safety side of it, as in when are their working hours when they're at home. Right. So the so if somebody says, "Look, I work best at four in the morning," uh, so I'm going to kick off then. You shouldn't allow them to do that. Well, not so much that. I think it's got to be. It's got to work for the employer and the employee. Mm. When considering it, it really is a benefit to employees, and it must. But it must meet the needs of the employer. I always say that ideally it shouldn't be a permanent arrangement. It should be subject to regular reviews and the employer definitely has the right to review and change their policy and their stance on working from home. I suspect in the Yahoo case, without obviously working for the company or knowing firsthand, that the workforce had come to expect this as a permanent arrangement. They obviously didn't think it was subject to change. But um, like anything with workplace and workplace policies, employers do and should have the right to review these policies. 
Right. So maybe she's not uh, saying this is going to be the, the way it is forever. She's just going, look, it looks like it's got a bit out of hand. I'm going to rein it back in and then let's look at it on a case by case basis. Yeah, perhaps that's that's the angle she's coming from. And, and she has also, I believe, in the memo been quoted as she had concerns around productivity and things like that as well. Mm. So. She's not the only one. Michael Bloomberg is the uh, mayor of New York. He, he just spoke about Marissa Mayer. He said she's right. He said telecommuting, this is a bit over the top, telecommuting is one of the dumbest ideas I've heard, he said on, uh, on the radio in New York. Um, but, I mean, you mentioned risks. I mean, what, what sort of risks are there for employers? Well... Uh, not being a health and safety professional, but my understanding is it's risky. For starters, what is defined as the workplace when people work from home? It can't be their entire house. And we've all heard of cases where employees have been walking around on their tile floors or their polished floors in socks and slipped and then taken action against the employer. Right. So that's why I say employers must have a policy and in that policy they actually need to define what is the workplace so obviously employers have a duty of care to employees whether they're in the workplace or working from home so there's costs incorporated there who pays for it who conducts a risk assessment you obviously want that to be a qualified person whether that's a self-assessment if they're qualified to do so or whether you engage a qualified uh, contractor to do that and then if there's non-compliance issues around ergonomics who pays who pays for that wow so this is so, i mean this is this looks like a legal minefield to me what what might have started out as a casual oh look you know i'm gonna i'm gonna work from home tomorrow because i've got to get this report finished i mean all of a sudden it uh, uh there could be uh, fears of litigation of um uh, of goodness knows what happening on a legal standpoint i mean it it's, it sounds like you're better off just not bothering at all. Well, that's where I say employers have to weigh up the pros and cons and certainly flexible work practice are an attraction tool, but it can't be, it can't be a set and forget situation. It, it needs to be reviewed and just going back to a, to a point earlier about the legal minefield, a few employment lawyers that I've spoken to recently, they have an absolute blanket response to employers, to their clients, and say, don't do it. It's just too risky. That's from a purely legal perspective, and that's around the the risks that we've obviously discussed and the workplace health and safety considerations. And then there's also such things as confidentiality of documents. If documents go home that are of confidential nature, who's responsible for the secure storage of those documents? Is that the employee or is that the employer? Wow. It's just getting you're going from bad to worse here, Belinda. So, <laughs> so I guess so. I mean, all of this. I mean, it does raise a, a lot of concerns. You're right. So, I guess it does. You do need a a, a, a pretty well laid out policy so everyone understands uh, where they sit on all of this. You do, and one of the really good things that's come out of uh, the Yahoo situation is it's got people talking about this and really considering it as part of their people strategy, mm. and. A number of companies, large and small, that I've spoken to their HR reps are actually now taking this opportunity to review their policy. So they're being proactive about it and um, having a look at their working from home policy, which I think is a really good outcome of all of this. Yeah, because on the other side, I mean, if I went back into uh, working for a large corporation, and I've spent a large chunk of my life doing that. Um, if I was told I had to stick in an office every day, my response would be, well, if that's what you want to do, but I'm, I'm going to be half as productive as you let me work, you know, where I want to work and when I'm at my most productive, uh, you know, and everyone's different in that respect. 
That's it. And there's people who want flexible work practices who companies want to employ. Yeah. So that flexibility is where I say it can sometimes outweigh the risks, but there is there is a cost involved to employers and there's a lot to consider. Yeah, interesting, isn't it, that Marissa Mayer is a, a new young mum. You would have thought she'd want flexibility more than anybody, but anyway. Uh, I mean, she gave one of the reasons for her decision was face-to-face contact. She reckons it's important. What do you think about that? Oh, I couldn't agree more. I think that face-to-face interaction is absolutely crucial And that's why I don't believe working from home full-time or on a permanent basis is ideal in most situations. I'm sure there's some examples where where that works really well. But collaboration is so powerful. And when you're in an office with your colleagues, uh, particularly if you've got an open plan office like we do here at Vantage Performance, you can easily share information, you can bounce ideas, you can celebrate wins, you can have staff lunches, there's all of, of that sort of thing. So, and speaking as a uh, mother of a young daughter, flexible work practices are fantastic. But for me, that face-to-face interaction and getting back into a workplace in a team environment, I personally couldn't wait. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean there's a, to counter to that, though, I mean, is the, the, you know, there's a situation where you might be working with people who are in other offices anyway. You might be working for a company where you're, you know, you're dealing with someone who's in the United States, for example. That might be the person who you do most of your work with. I mean, there's you're not always working very closely with the person who might be in the in the office next to you these days no that's it and i know a number of uh, professionals who work after hours from home because they're teleconferencing and um and because of the time differences that works for them mm. the if they've got a midnight teleconference and you're expecting them to be in the office by 8am the next morning I'd question whether that's a reasonable expectation or whether that works for both parties. Yeah, so I guess the the upshot is you've got to weigh up the pros and cons on this. You've got to give it some serious thought, uh, make sure everyone knows where they stand, and uh, and and nothing uh, nothing set in concrete. I mean, you've you've got to uh, obviously set some some guidelines, but uh, but adapt and change. Flexibility is key, and I would say. Uh, make sure that employees understand that you have the right to ch- to review and change your policy, or you may just have a PR nightmare on your hands. Absolutely, as, as Marissa knows, <laughs> as, as uh, Yahoo is very familiar with. Yes. Uh, appreciate your time. Thanks for coming on, Belinda. Thanks, Phil.